everybody. This is Valerie B, the host of HR to the Rescue. Well, today we're going to talk about I got a new job. Now what? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to talk about that. You have just gotten a new job. Doesn't matter, part-time, full-time, manufacturing, private, public, it doesn't matter. But what do you do next? Don't you just hate when people or a manager just kind of throws you in a job, they sit you at a computer, if you're in an office setting, they give you a manual and they say, read this for the next week. Oh, doesn't that, that was my pet peeve, is whenever I started a new job, is for a manager to throw me in and just give me a manual. You want to know why that is? Now, I'm telling you because I used to work at Human Resources, so I can tell you some secrets. And one reason why most managers do that is because they don't even have your work schedule set up. They don't even know what you're going to do. All they know is that they need somebody, but they do not have a layout of every duty that you are going to perform until, I mean, after about a week of you sitting at a computer, reading a manual, and basically just falling asleep, getting bored, getting tired, because all you're doing is actually reading policies and procedures. And you know what? They don't even accommodate you based upon your learning style. I'm a visual learner. So for someone to throw me a manual and just say, sit and read it, and then, you know, in a week or so, we'll go over your real on-the-job training. No, that didn't work for me. So I want to share with you a book that I wrote. And the book is talking about what do you do when you are a new employee? What is going to help you to become successful in the workplace once you get a new job? So I want to share this book with you, but this first episode is just going to be kind of an introduction to the book so that you are aware of what's going to be in the book and what we're going to be talking about probably over the next seven episodes because you need to hear this because most people don't talk about this. HR doesn't talk about this. Your boss doesn't talk about this. There are not books out here that talks about what happens once you step into the doors of a new job. And I'm going to tell you, and I have not put this book out, so you are going to be the first to know about the book. You're the first to hear about it. And I am excited about it because I know that after I do these episodes, something in me may just say, hey, you need to go ahead and publish that book. And I just might do it. But let me tell you about the book. The purpose of the book is really to just equip you with all of the essential tools that you need in order to make your workplace experience a good one as you begin a new job. All right. And the reason why I wrote this book, I mean, I wrote this book because, you know, I worked in corporate America for over 30 years. Yes, you heard me. 30 years. That's almost half my life. I was there for 30 years and I experienced so much stress, so much anxiety. I'm not saying that there were not good times because there were. And depending on the company I work for, you know, um, did they consider employees assets or not? You know, that all you know, fell into play as it relates to if I was going to have a good life, work life experience, or if I was not. But I had to learn to survive the workplace all by myself. 
I did not have a coach. I did not have a mentor. I didn't even have a leader because my boss was a manager and not a leader. So she managed, they managed many things, but they didn't lead one thing. And so I had to learn how to survive their workplace. You know, I experienced a plethora of emotions, I, but I remained stuck in corporate America for those 30 years. I was going through a lack of training because, you know, that's kind of one of those big, big things that employees talk about when they first start a new company is that they're not properly trained. So I had to deal with that. I had to deal with being pushed into a job and being told this is what I need you to do. And they never trained me on how to do it. They didn't train me on what needed to be done, but they expected it to be done. So there was an expectation there, but there was no training there. And that was one of my problems with working in the workplace. I had to deal with poor managers. I had micromanagers. I had bureaucratics. I had bullies. I had all types of managers, managers, so I had to learn how to deal with a bad boss. And I made up my mind I was not going to allow a bad boss to cause me to leave the workplace when this was, at that time, it was my livelihood. I had to deal with overwork. Yes, I did, just like you probably do. I did the job of two to three people and still only received the pay of one. So I had little to no work-life balance because managers, some of my managers said, your family comes second, your job comes first. Okay, they were crazy, all right? I had to deal with being felt like I was not valued or I didn't really have any worth and that they were in control of everything. I had to deal with the stress and the anxiety. I mean, I had to deal with job demands. And then as time went on, I became disengaged. And that may be where some of you are. You may be disengaged where you're just going with the flow. You're just there. You're just existing. You're really not happy in your jobs or anything like that. And that's why I want to talk to you about you now have a new job. Now what? So after being in corporate America, I was pretty much standing from the inside of corporate America and I was looking out. And that was very challenging for me because at some point in time, especially on my very stressful days, I wished that I was on the other side of the wall. I wished I was on the outside looking in because entrepreneurship looked really good at that time because I didn't know the hard work you have to put in to become an entrepreneur. All I was thinking about was all the good stuff. And that's how most of us think. We think about, oh, yeah, I get to travel more. I get to work in my PJs. I can sleep as late as I want to. But let me tell you, if you have a millionaire or even a billionaire mindset, you still have a schedule when you are an entrepreneur. Just like you go to work nine to five. Well, guess what? Billionaires have a set schedule, but they probably get up a lot earlier than eight o'clock in the morning. They probably get up at four or five. They meditate and they prepare their day, but they're literally working and putting their work in even harder. So I believe that you work even harder when you're an entrepreneur than when you're actually working in a job. So after I was in corporate America, then, you know, I understood, okay, I was in human resources, you know, and I felt that, okay, well, I'm in human resources. I think that maybe I may not have as much 
anxiety and stress as most people because I have kind of the inside scoop on some things. Well, that was not true. I was in human resources and I was just as stressed or maybe even more stressed than a regular employee because I was able to witness the mistreatment. I was able to witness the favoritism. I was able to witness the unfair treatment. I was able to witness the discrimination, the politics, the unwritten rules of the workplace. So it actually showed me some deep, dark areas that, you know what, if I had a choice, I would rather not have seen them. I didn't want to see all that stuff. And I was, you know, I was laid off just like you. Some of you are laid off. I resigned, but I was never fired. My job was even eliminated once and it was eliminated based upon gender discrimination. So I had to sue that employer and I won. I won because my male counterparts were receiving more pay than I was. And I had a lot more experience than they did, but they chose not to pay me the way they should have. But that was a really, really good outcome. So I worked hard, you know, I worked as hard as I could, you know, and and although I was not fired, it was because I was not trying to get fired. And, you know, I, you know, I, I say, I mean, I know people are saying, well, who tries to get fired? Well, I think that some people try to get fired and they don't realize that they're really causing their own termination. For example, If you are an employee and you have excessive tardiness and excessive absenteeism, you have been written up a few times, but you're still not getting it. You're still coming to work late. You're still not showing up to work. To me, that is a case of you are getting yourself fired. And then to slack off, some people just slack off. They go to work just to get a paycheck. And they're not doing the work. Well, how do I know that's true? Because there was a woman in one of the companies I worked with and she actually was on Facebook and on shopping and shopping most of the day. But you know what? I believe she just didn't have enough work to do. And instead of her telling her boss that she needed more work to do, she decided to shop online. She decided to go on Facebook online. And then, of course, her co-workers called her out on it. Not only did they call her out, but they snitched on her and they told on her and she was fired. And that, again, is another case of someone who did not care enough about their job and what must not have been her livelihood because she should have done it differently, that she fired herself. So no one was to blame but her. But let me tell you that. You know, sometimes I was just like anybody else. I wish I was in the shoes of the president of the company or a director or, you know, or a COO or whatever, you know, a person who runs the company and can make those decisions. And I remember one of my jobs just before I left, I created a program that talked about flowing. It was called Let's Flow with the CEO. And it was going to put employees in focus groups to basically talk with the president of the company and tell them how they felt about certain things. But unfortunately, I was not in that job long enough to, or or let's say I was in the job long enough, but I didn't stay long after I thought about the program because my job was eliminated because our company was bought out. So I was unable to put that program into place. But oh my goodness, I think that would have been a wonderful idea because I believe 
that some presidents, some executives don't listen to employees and they don't really pay attention to what they have to say, but employees really do have a lot to say. So what I wanted to do when I wrote this book is I wanted to make sure that I was able to share tools that you need when you first start working a new job or you even start working in corporate America, whatever the case is. Well, since I wrote that book, I have since left my nine to five and now I am on the outside and I am looking in. And I tell you, I definitely do have a sense of relief that I'm really just not involved. I'm not involved in the daily politics anymore. I no longer have to go home with a bad attitude, mad at my kids for no reason, taking it out on the dog, kicking the dog, being stressed, being overworked, having my boss tell me that, you know what, you might just miss your child's event because I need you to finish this project. I don't have to worry about any of that anymore. And really, it makes me feel good to be able to just breathe, to exhale and to have some peace of mind. So my goal in writing this book is to really to give you the tools so that you can start on a new journey and a successful journey in your new job because you can do it. You can do this. So what I want you to do is I want you to go on this journey with me. Go on this journey with me because what I'm going to do throughout this book is I am going to give you some useful advice. I'm going to give you some practical tips I'm going to tell you about some of my experiences in working inside of the walls and what I had to do in order to be successful up until the time that I made a decision to actually leave my job. So let me tell you that this is going to be pretty much a great resource for you. It's going to be a playbook on how to be successful in your job as a new employee. And once you know, this is what I've always learned, and I think my mom told me this, is that once you know how to start something, that's how you're going to end it. And I believe the same thing with any job is that once you know how to begin it and you start it off well, then you're going to know how to survive it and you're going to know how to be successful. The only warning that I have for you is that I take a no fluff approach. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm going to tell you the way it is, the way it was when I was in corporate America and the way I know it still is because corporate America does not change that much. So I want you to be confident and I'm going to give you the things that I know are going to help you because I want you to go on your new job with your eyes wide open. And even if you're not going to a new job, these, some of these tips may even help you in your current job where you have been. Maybe you've been there for 5, 10, 20 years. Some of these same tips are also going to help you as well. So stick with me because of the next seven episodes, we're going to be talking about what are you going to do when you have a new job. And the first topic we're going to talk about starting on tomorrow is called the early bird catches the worm. And you may think you know what it's about. But you need to chime in so you can hear my twist on the early bird catching the worm. So if you have not already done so, make sure that you subscribe. Make sure that you share this with your family, your friends, your co-workers, 
and even share with your boss because they are going to miss you when you are gone, even if they don't want to admit it right now, because you are so valuable and you are so worth it. And you should not allow anyone or anything to make you feel less than what you are. So stick with me because you know my philosophy. It's time to stop talking about it. It's time to stop complaining about it. It's time to be about it and do something about it. And don't forget, if you want to reach out to me with any HR-related questions, look me up, ValerieBoyce.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. And I will love, I would love to talk to you about your HR situation or your situation in your workplace because I know that I'm the one that's going to be able to help you to slay your work day. You have a great day. I will talk to you on tomorrow. Ciao for now.